This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, June 4th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. John McCain has made some interesting friends in Syria, opponents of the Assad regime who have some less than savory ties themselves. So why do it when the risks are so high? Doug Bandow, a senior fellow at the Cato Institute, talks about the push for war in Syria. John McCain was well-intentioned. There are people who are fighting a bad regime. I mean, Bashar Assad is a despot. The problem is, I think McCain's visit shows how difficult it is to make moral distinctions among these people. It appears he got his photo taken with some guys who kidnapped a bunch of Shia pilgrims from Lebanon. These really aren't what we would call freedom fighters. He obviously couldn't make the distinction, and that's pretty embarrassing. And that shows the problem of jumping into a conflict if you don't know what you're doing. Well, beyond that, what is driving the effort to get the United States engaged in the conflict? There are a couple of things going on. I get a sense John McCain and some others just seem to have this desire that America has to be involved. If there's a problem somewhere, America has to be involved. A better argument is made by some, which is this is a messy conflict. It's spilling over the borders into Turkey, into Lebanon, and needs to be ended. Another argument is humanitarianism. People are dying. All those are real, but American intervention won't solve any of those things, unfortunately. And why does America need to get involved in yet another war after we've been at war for the last decade and more? Can you put the best face on that argument, that is, the United States should be involved here and perhaps not in other places? I think that American foreign policy and defense policy should be focused on defending America. The question is, when do you sacrifice the lives of young Americans? When do you put people at risk? When do you potentially bring home issues like terrorism to the American homeland, which can come out of foreign intervention? You do that when you have something fundamentally at stake for your own society. Traditionally, Americans didn't go running off to war in civil wars that didn't concern them. These other things are issues, but they don't warrant going to war. This is the most serious thing the government can do. People die. We should want to have America live at peace and focus on America, not get involved in conflicts, especially where there's no good resolution. What do we do in Syria? And then we own the outcome. And what happens then? We saw in Afghanistan, we've been there 12 years. You see in uh, Iraq, the mess that came out of that. These things don't end when the fighting stops. That just starts a new round. How is this substantially different from uh, Margaret Thatcher or Ronald Reagan meeting with Lekwalesa before the end of the Cold War? In one sense, it's the same. That is, you want to meet with freedom fighters, people who are struggling against injustice and evil regimes. And people who are fighting Bashar Assad are doing that just as people who are fighting the Soviets and the Eastern European satellite states were fighting for truth and justice. The difference was we know that Lech Walesa was a good guy, that in fact a moral judgment was made that this was a man who did in fact represent the best of the values that we stood for. Not all the people fighting Bashar Assad do so. Unfortunately, sometimes you get a case where it's the Nazis fighting the communists, and you don't necessarily want to jump into that snake pit. That's one of those things where you make the moral judgment to stay out. I think that's what we face in Syria. As John McCain found, it's hard to make that judgment who's good and who's bad. What is the potential price to be paid for the United States getting involved? You said we own the outcome, whatever that might be, and you don't expect the outcome to be good. What do you perceive as as sort of the likely scenario here? Well, the first issue is what do you do if you get in? If you just kind of meddle lightly, you probably don't change the outcome. You might lengthen the conflict. More people will die. That's kind of what we did in Libya. We didn't resolve it quickly. Instead, we had a civil war go on for six months. If you go in heavy boots on the ground and really go fight, people die. This is a real military. They have an air defense system. It's going to be messy. 
And then the question is, what's the follow-on? What if your allies start killing minorities? What if they start killing Alawites? What if they start killing Christians? Christian community in Iraq was driven out. In Kosovo, the, uh, our Kosovar allies, the ethnic Albanians, kicked out 200,000 Serbs and others. Then what happens? Are we responsible for the fallout? Do we have to protect the minorities now being killed by the new guys who are our allies? Do we have to put a country together, promote democracy? You know, it, once you get involved, it's very hard to walk away. Given the outcomes that the United States effectively owns in Afghanistan and Iraq, it would seem natural to be more hesitant than we are to get involved in Syria. Beyond what we already know, why do you suspect that there is this continued strong push to get involved? What's interesting is I think the administration has that hesitancy. Everything we see is that it looks like President Obama does not want to get involved. So he seems to have learned the lesson. It's easy to jump into these conflicts. It's very hard to actually walk away. What's, I think, more interesting, perhaps, is that people like John McCain, Lindsey Graham, and others apparently have learned nothing, which is they always want to go for yet another conflict. They always put the best face on the previous one. They ignore the consequences, and they want to go ahead. I suppose part of it's a sense of, you know, American impregnability, that we can do anything that we want. American soldiers are very good. I have relatives in the military, but they can't do everything and remake failed societies, fix civil wars. That's beyond even the ability of the U.S. military. Doug Bandow is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.